Good morning, good afternoon, actually. This is your friend, Pastor Al, coming to you on their Anchored Podcast, letting you know Jesus loves you, and so do we. We wanted to give you some updates of what's going on with Soul Secrets International Ministries. Um, on March 31st, 2018, which is next Saturday, we have been posting and sharing it and on the radio for the last month and a half, letting everybody know about the Feed the Homeless Benefit concert that's partaking all the proceeds are going towards Miami Rescue Foundation where it only takes $2.15 a month to feed a person three hot meals um, imagine what your $10 is actually doing in the body of Christ Miami Rescue Foundation is a, a foundation that provides a way for they can get homeless people off the street and the main thing they're doing is telling them about Christ they let them know that Jesus loves them we love them because the body of Christ and the word of God says when I was hungry um, you didn't feed me when I was naked you didn't clothe me when I was sick you didn't come see about me and when I was homeless you didn't have a place to stay and the disciples said Jesus when did we see you hungry when did we see you incarcerated when did we see you um, with no clothes or, or naked and Jesus said when you have done it to the least of one of my dis my servants you have done it to me so Miami Rescue is a great foundation to uh, sow a seed into and be a part of the kingdom so if you're not busy on march the 31st 2018 next saturday at 6 p.m we'll be at world harvest community church of god which is at 1601 uh lauderdale manners drive in fort lauderdale florida uh, zip code is 33311 if you need more information is 954-681-3752 the tickets are ten dollars in advance twelve dollars at the door uh, we're looking forward to seeing you there because we're going to be giving God praise and glory for all the miraculous things he has done. Just being a blessing to us. He said that make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord he is God. He is, it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his sheep. And we give God praise and glory for all the things that he has done in our life. So we're looking forward to seeing you there. Once again, if you need any more information or you want to know how to be a blessing to the kingdom of God, give us a call 954-681-3752. We have a lot of other things coming about in this new year for Soul Seekers International, and we can be telling and we'll be telling each and every one of you more to come. We thank you for um, taking the time to listen to our podcast. We appreciate you. We love you, and God loves you best. Be safe. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is a wonderful day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I do apologize for the outside noise. Just walking home from work. But this is your good friend, Pastor Al, coming to you live from South Florida. Uh, I do apologize for all the outside interference and also these motorcycles that's riding by. I gotta get my headphones set. Um, so that way I can talk to you all better. But just wanted to show some love and kindness to each and every one of you that has been supporting International Press Center and TIFF Academy along with Soul Seekers. Uh, we do have a school opening up 2019-2012. I'm sorry. 2019-2020 where we have a Christian-based school that will be teaching kids about
about the goodness of God, but also giving them a great education, the same curriculum that they will be teaching in regular school, uh, public school, and all other private schools we will be teaching, but also we will have the Word of God along with it, um, because we do want to get our kids back into understanding who God is so that our, we can save a nation, because our kids are the future and they are the children of today and tomorrow. Um, so I just came to you on this good Thursday evening to let you know what's going on and also to say thank you. We do appreciate you, each and every one of you. Every now and then I will be posting on the recording just to let you know exactly where we are and also talking about a few topics. Um, coming from a man's standpoint of view of how we see things, we do have a lot of man outings coming up. We also have a lot of conferences coming up early in the month, in the middle of April. Uh, but I will let you guys know exactly what's going on. We love you. We appreciate you. And I'll see you on the other side. So we praise God for each and every one of you. Um, I had to take a phone call real quick. But like I said before, this is your good friend, Pastor Al, coming to you live from South Florida. Just letting you know exactly what we got going on. And talking about some good things, trying to get everything under the wraps. And also spread the word about Jesus Christ. If you have any questions or concerns, please hit us up at soulseekersint2015 at gmail.com. Or you can follow us at Algie and Shakila Pool on Facebook. Um, you can follow me at Pastor Al on Instagram, social media. Or you can always go to tiffacademy.org and check out what we're doing in the body of Christ. And also register your child. Uh, we do have the summer camp registration on there. And then you can go to international IPCITODAY.org. Where's the International Press Center face, um, website, ipcitoday.org. And you can go to the IPC store and register and sign up your child for TIFF Academy. And also um, give the church a call. The 888 number is on the website where you can reach someone and ask some questions about uh, scholarships because we do accept scholarships. We do have scholarships for kids. So, these are the great things that are going on in the body of Christ. These are the great things that are going on in International Press Center and Soul Seekers International. If you don't have anything to do, uh, Women of God, on August the 1st through the 4th, the Broken Beauty Conference will be back in New York City, uh, where Pastor Shaquilla Poole and best-selling author Sharita Leon will be hosting it. This will be the fourth year, if I'm correct where they will be back in New York. You don't want to miss it. They will have wonderful people on the panel. They will have wonderful speakers throughout the week, letting you know how to be free, set free and delivered, letting you know that even if you have been broken, you can be renewed and be healed, and you can be saved at the same time. And then also in the month of July, no, I'm sorry, in the end of August, we have our pastoral anniversary, and then we also have our men's upgrade in the month of October. So this is some of the things that are going on 
in the month of 2000, year of 2019. And we praise God for each and every one of you. We thank God for whatever God is doing in your lives. We praise God that he's blessing you, he's keeping you, he's strengthening you, and he's even protecting you. We love you and we'll see you on the other side. Be blessed. Hello and good evening. This is the good friend, Pastor Al, coming to you live from South Florida. We praise God for each and every one of you. We praise God for your lives. We thank God for the many blessings that he has bestowed upon you. We praise God that he has kept you throughout the week and he has kept you on this great Thursday morning evening from danger seen and unseen just wanted to stop by and chime in on a topic this evening about the topic that a lot of people have been expressing have been speaking on has been addressing have been given their their opinions given their their thoughts they have been um saying their memes their minds posting their messages and you say, well, what topic is that, Pastor Al? The topic is about love. What is love? You know, what is it? Love means a lot of different things to people. Love can be expressed a lot of different ways. Um, love is the action word. Even though it's a four-letter word, it is based upon action. Um, love defines who you are. Love defines what you're capable of are. And, you know... Love is love, as they always say. But on the other hand, um, we had God had given us a message one Sunday about the different types of love. People always say, you know, love is action word. You know, people, you know, you don't know a person loves you until they show it, or you know, they mean it. You know, they express it. You know, they spend time with you, or they, you know, come to your aid, or you know, they think of you before they think of themselves but you have to keep in mind that there are different types of love um, we all know that God expresses the main ultimate love which is the agape love the love that spreads the bar the love that covers all the love he gave his only begotten son because the Bible says in St. John 3 and 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So God showed the agape love to the point where he gave his son, and his son died on the cross. Now, you know, in the vials, it says, you know, for rich or for poor, to death do his part. You know, and that's what the vials... Bible of God we're talking about. Amen. But how many can say that they would give their only child or give one of their children to save the world? God did that. And that's the love that we should have. That we get to a point where we go above and beyond. We sacrifice. Even it got get down to a point where God demands that because you know when we talk about love. Everybody wants to express, put love into a relationship. They're talking about, you know, love. You know, you can love your friend, love your neighbor, love your children. You know, I love my job. I love this. I love that. I love cars. But most of the time when people are expressing or saying anything about love, it's pertaining to a relationship. Well, it comes down to it where 
the Bible says that husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. So, when it comes down to a man loving a woman, ladies, I'm sad to say, if the man does not love you like Christ loved the church and gave his life for it, then that's not the man for you. Say, Pastor Al, that's kind of hard to say that's not the man for him, for her, because, you know, one of, you know, they have a lot of stuff in common, and, you know, and some people say it's ordained by God, and, you know, it's, you know, created by God, or, you know, that's my soulmate, and things like that. That's all fine and dandy, but when we speak on the Bible, and we put it to context, the Word of God said, husbands, love your wife, have Christ loved the church, and gave his life for it. So, if he wants to be your husband, you want to be his wife. First, he has to have a relationship with God to understand how to love you like Christ loved the church. So that way, when it comes down time, if something happens, he won't think twice about giving his life. He won't think twice about sacrificing himself to the point where it won't be a second thought. You know, when something happens, it's, you know, Take me instead of my wife. Take me instead of my kids. You see it in movies, but in reality, does it really happen? So when it comes down to it, you have to be, you have to understand the different types of love. First, you have the agape love. Then you have the heroic love, where you love things or you love the infatuation or the sexual type of love. Then they have playful type of love or then... They have the self-absorbed type of love. They, they have different Greek words. We're going to get into it in a little full detail. Because everybody says, I love you. And they might do show their actions. But do they have that type of love where they only show their actions when they need something? That is a specific type of love that is expressed where you get to a point where I'm going to love you because I need something. I don't love you because I just love you. And when you get into it, if a person, if you love yourself enough, I'm talking about really, really love yourself, and you love God to the point where nobody can separate you from God, you won't result or you won't stand for any type of love or you won't take any type of love or any type of response to the love you give. You know, the Bible says, don't be unequally yoked. Well, what does that mean? That means if you have a relationship with God to a point where it cannot be separated. I'm talking about really, really separated. Like, we know how when it gets down to a point where a woman wants something from a man, as far as, especially when it comes down to marriage, they've been in a dating for so long, they say, you know, the best thing to do is a lot of counselors, a lot of people say, you know, just give them an ultimatum. You know, if it's time and you're waiting too long and you don't want to wait anymore, just say, hey, where are we are in our relationship? You know, where do you see us in the next couple years? You know, I love you, but I can't wait no longer. You know, either we're going to do this thing or we got to break up. Or sadly say, I got to move on. And nine times out of ten, you know, if that man really, really, really loves you and really wants to be with you, you know, and he sees a future, he's going to make the necessary steps to settle down and go ahead and do marriage. But 
it comes down to a point where you have to do the same thing in a relationship if they don't have that relationship with God. Hey, where are your relationship? Where is your relationship with God? Where are you at with God? You know, I'm sad to say I'm gonna have to give you, you know, ultimatum. You know, I'm gonna have to like, hey, I understand we've been dating and everything like that, but my lifestyle is about God and God alone. You know, for God to live, for God I die. You know, for me and my house, everybody has that poster, everybody has that saying, everybody has that scripture on their house somewhere, or every now and then you might hear it says, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But if you really serve him, if you really love him, then you won't let nothing, no man, no woman, no girl, no boy, come between you and him. So you have to do the same thing when it comes down to a relationship between man and a woman. When a man, when a woman gives a man an ultimatum about getting married or settling down, you should do the woman, should, woman or man should give that same person the same ultimatum. Hey, if you can't serve God like I serve God, if you can't love God like I love God, if you can't understand, you know who my God is, then I'm sad. I'm sorry. You know we can be friends from a distance, but I can't be in a relationship with you. Because when it comes down to it, man, you have to have a direction. Somebody has to be directing you in order to make the right choices, to, to make the right movements, to direct your family in the way they should go. Yes, I'm, everybody keeps saying, every man says, I'm the head, I'm the head, I'm the man, I'm the man. Okay, you the man, but who's leading and guiding you? Who's directing you? Who is your source? Or who is your guide? Or who gives you the understanding of making choices on how to pay bills? Or making choices on how to take care of your family? Or making choices on how to live a life in this cruel world? You know, what are you listening to? What are you feeding your brain? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your inner man? To a point where the woman can put her trust in you to say, you know, I know he's going to protect me. I know he's going to make the right decision. I know he's going to, you know, make the right choices for our family. That's what it comes down to. You know, a lot of, you know, you are here a lot of times. Oh, she can't trust me. She can't trust me. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't she can't. And it's not that she doesn't want to trust you, but your actions are showing to the point where you don't have a, you don't have a guy. You don't have a lead. You don't have any sense of direction. So, we're going to put this to a pause. Because I'm getting ready to... Oh, no, that's not my ride. Okay. But, you know, you want to make sure when it comes down to love, people of God, and it comes down to love, men and women, especially men, it's an action word. And you have to have enough love and understanding of what it is and the type of love that you need to portray. Not portray, I'm sorry, but the type of love you need to show in order for anybody to show that same love back to you. And the first step is having a full relationship with God. Having a full understanding of who God is. Yes, we have been fighting for this for generations and generations. When man first denounced who God was and man first got to a point where they was lovers of themselves and they didn't want nobody leading and guiding them or 
they allow God to work a little bit in their lives and then they say, okay, I got it from now on. It's been proven in the Bible days. You know, of men doing their own thing or men started to listen to God and then they stop. And they wonder why, you know, they go through this and go through that. But it all boils back down to who you're going to serve. It all boils back down to that same love that God showed where he gave his only begotten son so that you may have the right to the tree of life is the same love that we should show no matter what. We shouldn't be lovers of ourselves. We should be lovers of what we can get out of somebody. We should have the love of God. If you say out of your mouth that you love God, if you say out of your mouth that you serve God, you say out of your mouth that you are a child of God, then you need to show some signs. Hold on one second. If you say that, you know, you know, I, I, I believe in Jesus Christ, you know, he died and rose on the third day, you know, I believe the Son of Man, you know, he is who he is. You know, I love and I depend on him. You know, I appreciate who he's, what he's done for me. Then why not give him your all in all? And I'm talking to the men. I'm talking to the men right now. Because most of the things that we're going to talk about, most of the topics I'm going to touch on, is going to be generated and based towards men. Ladies, um, you, you know, it's always, it's good for everybody. And ladies, if you have questions or concerns or you want to make any comments, please let me know. I can open up the floor, um, and I can post it on my Facebook page, my Instagram page, and also my YouTube channel. That way people can respond and put in their, uh, their comments and things like that. But it all boils down to men of, men of this age, men of this world. If you really love your spouse, or you really love your girlfriend, or you really love your significant other, then you have to give her something tangible to hold to. You have to show her some type of direction. And the only way you can show her that is by submitting to God. I told a friend, a good friend of mine one time when we were talking uh, a few weeks ago, I say, there's nothing wrong all right now with submitting to God. There's nothing wrong with having someone over you that will give you direction and give you understanding and give you clarity of what you need to do. There's not, that doesn't make you a weak man. That doesn't make you a simple-minded man. That if you don't have a sense of direction, if you don't have someone giving you insight of what's about to come or what's about to take place in your life, then the Bible even says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So each and every time you do something, each and every time something comes up and you're going, to the, you're going left and right, right and left, up and down, and you're trying to figure out why you can't never make a decision, is because you're unstable. So we're going to put a pin in this, because my right is here. But people of God, this is your friend Pastor Al coming to you live, letting you know that God is love. Amen.
Come on, let's set our feet in reverence and the word of God. 
God, amen. Amen, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for your love, your power, and your presence in this place, God. We ask you to open up our hearts, open up our minds, God. We thank you for being a great God, being an El Shaddai, El Yes, Lord. A way that in a time of storm, God. We ask you to give me strength, give me power, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And all God's people say, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for each and every one of you. We're not be before you long, but we praise God for His many blessings, His many power. Amen. We thank God for the shepherd and the visionary of this house. Game time. 
In the Bible, it keeps reading, it says, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain embracing. In Ecclesiastes, God was letting you know there's a time for every single thing in your life. Yes! He said, it's the time to weep, time to mourn. And then after that, he turns around and says, there's a time to laugh and a time to dance. Says a time to plant and a time to pluck up. A time to keep and a time to search. A time to embrace and run after the things of God. Now is the time to work your faith and allow God and, and also allow God to move on your behalf. Amen. And we move over to James chapter 2. And we read Apostle read the scripture so wonderfully. But I want to go back to these scriptures. Verse 14 says, So what do it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith that has not works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or a sister be naked and desolate of daily food, and no one and and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace. Be warm and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not things though which are needed to the body, what do it profit? Even so faith, if he hath not works, it is dead, being alone. Ye a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without works, and I will show ye thy works without my, my faith without works. Thou believest that there is one God that doeth well. And devils also believe and tremble. But with thou, O ye vain man, the faith without works is dead. And as she got down to verse chapter 26, it says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Your body needs something to survive, people of God. Yes, it does. To live more and to endure. Amen. So does your faith. Amen. So when we go back to our main scripture, Ecclesiastes, and we get down to verse 16 through 17, and it says, And moreover, I saw under the sun a place of judgment that the wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness that the iniquity was there. And I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time for every purpose and a time for every works. When it gets down to it, God will judge you on everything you have done in your lifetime. Remember, there's a time to live and a time to die. When you die, there's, there's a time. There's no time to justify or modify your actions. There's no overtime, no mulligans. You, or you die, or you get a chance. As people of God, we sleep away, but there's still a judgment. So in this earth, this time, you have to put your faith to action. There's a time for everything. Right now is the time. Yes, you're going through. Yes, there's ups, there's downs, there's highs, there's lows, there's ins and outs. As people of God, each and every day, until you die, there's going to be bills or bills. There's going to be things that you got to do, things that you don't want to do. But there comes a time where you have to put your faith to action. There comes a time where you have to say, I'm not going to let this thing separate me, or I'm not going to let this thing bother me, or I'm not going to let these things frustrate me. When you keep reading on... And, and he's actually said there's a time 
a time to render and a time to show, a time to keep silent and a time to speak. Well, when God was talking in this scripture right here, he was letting you know there's a time that you have to do some things uh -huh. that you don't like. There's a time that you don't have to do anything at all. Because you have that faith, you have that understanding, you have that access to God that he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. He said, what profit has he that worketh in that wherein he labored? I have seen the travail which God has given the sons of men to exercise in it. And then you keep reading on when she was reading Matthew chapter 26. There's two types of foundations. Yeah. Do you build your foundation on God? Wow. Your, is your faith built on God? Or wow. are you building your foundation on sin? You know how it is when we went out to the beach and we did the baptism. When you walk in the sand, it, it, go, it goes down. That pressure, when you step on it, it keeps going down and going down. There's nothing solid. It just smooths on. But when you, when you build your foundation on Christ, when you have that faith in Christ, you have a solid foundation. He said, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail. So therefore, if you build your foundation on Christ, nothing should hold you fast. Amen. Nothing should stop you. Amen. Nothing should block you. Nothing should frustrate you. Because my foundation, my faith is in God. Thank you, Lord. My Thank trust you, Lord. is in God. Thank you, Lord. My understanding is in God. God, when I was going through my studies every single time, God said, he said, I, he said this, this walk would never be, never be a, you would never be alone. He said it would never be easy, but you would never be alone. And I said, what do you mean by that, God? He said, each and every day of your life, like Pastor Kimpoo said, you know, much is given, much is required. So each and every day, by you living the way God tells you to live, and you trust in God, it's going to get harder and harder. But the one thing he said, you would never be alone. Thank you, Lord. You would never have to worry. You would never have to struggle. You would never have to, because the thing about it is, if God had never put you in a situation, you wouldn't be a testimony to somebody right. else. Amen. Each and every time we go through a situation, each and every time we go through a battle, and we cannot come out. When we do come out, they say, how did you come out? The only thing you can say is, but God. Amen. And that's the reason why God does what he does. But he wants you to trust him. He wants you to put that faith in him. The same way you believe in him when you drive down the highway. The same way you believe in him when you know you're going to wake up in the morning. The same way you believe in him when you go to work. He said, put your faith and your trust in me. It is game time. This is the time. This is the season for you to activate your faith. Hallelujah. This is the season. This is the time for you to say, for God I live, for God I die. Now is not the time to get to back up. Like I said, you don't get mulligans, you don't get do-overs, you don't get free throws. Well, when it comes down to the time of you dying and you sleep away, he's going to judge you on your action. He's going he, Everything that you're doing, he's writing it down. Oh, have mercy, God. The good and the bad. Everything that you're saying, he's writing it down. And the one thing that he always tells me, he said, you want to hear him say, it's well done. That good and faithful servant. Amen. Why would you put yourself, or why would you be on earth, living, breathing, sleeping, moving, doing these things, going here, going there, and then when you die or you sleep away, you get to that great throne and you get us worth the party. Why would you put yourself through that, that turmoil? Why would you put your whole life through all that when you have access 
when you have the power, when you have the understanding, when you have the word of God, when you have the tools to do what you're supposed to do. You have the tools, you have the understanding to go places that you want to go, do things that you want to do. Your life is different than everybody else. Why? Because you serve a risen Savior. You serve a Savior that sits high and sits low. You serve a Savior that holds the world in the palm of his hand. You serve a Savior that, ha that has access, jobs that you weren't supposed to have, things that you weren't supposed to get, you got anyway. Yes, places that you weren't supposed to go, you went anyway. Yes, Lord. Things that you weren't supposed to do, you did anyway because of God. So God said, put your faith in me. This now is the season, now is the time that you really have to show people that for God I live and for God I die. My Lord. For God I live and for God I die. It says, so in this time you have on earth, work your faith to the point that every season will be greater and better than the next. Our belief statement says, having discovered and applied this capacity to love, we live life from a heart-based perspective, which allows love to direct our thoughts, opinions, judgments, and actions in all the ways and in all endeavors. The love that you have based on you believe, our belief statement should show that you should be greater than your faith walk and your change in your community and your nation. Your faith walk should change everywhere you go. People you see, things that you do. Amen. When people talk to you you're, you're, by you having faith and you're, by you understanding who God is and by you loving God with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul, your statements just change. Your attitude should change. The last time you talk to your brother and sister, they say, hey, man, there's something about you that changed. Say Something that's about you that's different. Amen. The way you act is different. The way you talk is different. What's going on? You say, man, brother, I live in a different world right now. Because I don't have no words. The song say I ain't got no words. And that's true because I live. A, I serve a God that when I need it, He's always there. Hallelujah! Say, ask and it shall be given; seek and ye shall find; knocking the door shall be open. All of those things are things that you have to do. But when you do it, He returns. He asks you. He say, ask and I'll give it to you. Glory! Seek and you will find it because I'm gonna show you where to go. And then He say, all you gotta do is knock, and I'm gonna open the door. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So in this time. This is your season, people of God. Activate your faith. Activate your faith. You are right there. And it's been plenty of times that me and my wife, when we have discussions, she, has, she says sometimes we get so far and we get to the point where we sabotage ourselves. Amen. And I thought about that thing. And I say, it's only, and the only reason why you would sabotage yourself is because you are scared to go to the next level. When all you have to do is say, God, I'm going to turn this knob. I'm going to open this door. And I need you to lead and guide. That's right. Because it ain't that we can't go. It ain't that we won't go. We are nervous. We are scared of new surroundings, new foundations, new atmosphere what's to come, of what's to come. But the thing about it is God said, I put you there for a reason. Amen. I want you to go here for a reason. Because the, what you have inside of you will change the atmosphere. What you have inside of you, that's what they need. What you do, the, way, the, 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 the type of abilities that you have, they're looking for somebody like that. So I need you to go there. Amen. Don't be scared or don't be worried about what may come or what may happen or the pressure that you may get when you first get there. Because you're always going to get pressure. We went to a service on the other night and they were on um, the topic 
the uh, theme was uh, this means war, and it was young people. And I was when I was walking back and forth, I thought about this thing, and it came to my mind: there's two types of fights when you're in the war. When you fight, when you're in the battle, there are two types: there's a fair fight and an unfair fight. Uh, amen. And the thing about it is, Satan. The reason why he hates us so much is because he's in he's an unfair fight. And what do you mean by that, Pastor? The fight is fixed. All right. You have already won the battle. All right. So therefore, if I'm in a fixed fight, all I got to do is stand my ground. Because yeah. my opponent can never win. My opponent might push you down. My opponent might knock me out sometimes. My opponent might frustrate me. But he can never win the battle. Amen. So Satan's always going to try to find some type of way to stir you up. But if I understand that it's a fixed fight, I understand that I win every single time. My, out, my outward appearance, my outcome of things will change. My understanding of things will change. Because I was understand that, you know what, God? All I got to do is lean to depend on you. That's it. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Amen. So people of God, this is your season. This is your time. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give out. I know it's going to get tired. We get physically, this body gets tired. But I never see the righteous forsaken. No, his seed begging bread. Say it. Yes, people of God, we stand. Thank you, Lord. It's game time. We are right there. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can block us. Nothing can move us. Nothing can shake us. All the heavy lifting has been done. Amen. Now all we have to do is lean and depend on God. Yes, we still have work to do. Yes, we still have things that we have to do. Yes, we still have people we have to go to. But I understand when I was reading and studying each and every day when I when I've been driving in the car, my by the time I get halfway through my route, I turn on my um my Bluetooth speaker and I put my Pandora on. And sometimes I listen to um, the station, which is uh, Christian Gray. He play a lot of upbeat music. And then sometimes I go into um, my, uh, what it is, my uh, Tasha Cobb's worship station. And my Bluetooth is about that big, pop. But in the truck, it's a small truck, it magnifies. So I'm riding down the street, and you hear nothing but gospel music. I put up the one lady house. Talking about, they got radios in the truck? No, I said, no, nah, they got radios in the truck. This is just my worship music. But every time I come to us, every time I drive, and each time I drive and drive a house, I hear a song that gives me strength. I hear a song that pushes me. I hear a song that says, don't give up, don't give in. I hear songs that, it was a song, um, it was a song, a rapper, he was saying that, um, I forgot the name of the song. But he's saying, if, if you got a problem with me, that's your problem. Amen. When I let it bother me, yeah. that's my problem. Amen. And it kept coming on and on. And I had to replay that thing because I said, why? That's right. If you got a problem with me, that's your problem. But if I, got, if I let it bother me, then it's become my problem. And then I understood what he was saying. He was saying, right. I, look, I serve a God that supplies all my needs. I serve a God that gives me what I need. He gives me my heart's desire. 
So if you got a problem with me that I'm living and breathing and doing the things of God, then that's you. That's that's your problem. Says, I'm gonna pray for you, but that's your problem. I'm not gonna let it bother me because when I let it bother me, then it frustrates me, and then it gets me off my game, and it stops letting me do what I need to do. So I was like, wow. I love this little song here because it, it, it gives me strength. I'm not going to let nothing separate me. I'm not going to let nobody bother me. I'm not going to let nobody stop me because I know the season that we're in. I know the time that we're in. I know how the enemy hates that we have won the victory and won the battle. So people of God, activate your faith. It's already activated. Just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. Because when you do that, God will always show up. Amen. God will always show up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your understanding. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for letting us know that we are in the season, God. We thank you for letting us know that we are right there where you want us to be, God. Now, we ask you to continue to give us strength. We ask you to continue to show us your glory, show us your power. We ask you to continue to work signs, miracles, and wonders in our life on tonight, God. We thank you for each and every one. Continue to give us that zeal to run after you. Continue to give us that mind to want to serve you. Continue to give us that understanding of your word that we will never let you, never forsake you. We will never leave you nor forsake you, God. You have always been there. You have been by our side, God. When we needed you, God, you was always there. We thank you for that. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, for showing his, his love by dying on the cross, God. We thank you for giving us our heart's desire. Now, right, God, we ask you to continue to bless us. And we ask all these things in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 So thank you, Lord, for the